This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. The gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So, as Chris O'Brien returns to the Paracast, my first comment to him, well, maybe the last comment before we went on the air was, please, man, stay alive. Chris was last on the Paracast two weeks ago. At the time, he sounded terrible. And then a few days later, he's in the hospital. Chris? Yeah, well, here I am. I'm back. I did listen to a little bit of the show, and I, I kind of sound a little out of breath. Yeah, unfortunately, I've I've been, you know, it's a two-year process now. I've, I've quit smoking two years, two days ago, as of uh, today. And it's one thing to quit smoking, and, and the act of actually, you know, I would roll my own cigarettes in the machine and, and, and smoke. It was kind of a ritual. Um, you know, I cut that out of my life, but I didn't cut out the nicotine. I kept chewing gum. Um, I like that little bit of a rush after a meal, et cetera, et cetera, whatever excuse I want to <laughs> justify that decision with. But anyway, once I got back from Taiwan, I, I did get a, a, a chest cold, I think, on the plane. And, and I figured, oh, this would be a great time to, to kick nicotine. And so as my chest cold cleared up, I was purging myself of nicotine. And sure enough, the stuff was coming up and I was coughing it out. And it was really cathartic and rather scary, actually. And then I I split uh, the cartilage in two of my lungs. I uh, separated my ribs and I couldn't cough anymore. And with all the mucinex in my system and all this stuff, I was really getting nervous. And uh, so I ended up having to check myself into the hospital and, and go under full, you know, three liters, four liters of oxygen. And, and then subsequently find out that I also had just contracted influenza A, which is one of the strains from this year. So kind of a triple whammy. I was never in any danger or anything. Uh, it was all precautionary. And and I really do think I'm over the hump with all this stuff. And you won't have to be listening to my wheezy, my wheezy old lame ass anymore. So there. So there. Well, we definitely hope that you've gotten past this. Well, yeah. Got to get my, uh, my, my resonant radio voice back. Yes. Get your resonance back. Without hurting your ribs. Now, obviously, you weren't here last week when we had what I hope would be the last really in-depth discussion we'll ever have on Roswell. Yeah. um, You know, out of all the episodes that that I would probably regret missing the least, um, (laughs) an episode about Roswell um, definitely would be up there in that category. Although not this particular revisionist uh, slant on on it um, you know kind of reweighing the evidence uh, as it as it were um, I've looked kind of got a chance to look through the book a bit so you know hats off to Kevin with you know yet again uh, the fine work of uh, coming through the accounts and you know kind of using a lot of common sense really which which I totally support but you know I, I don't I don't know if I could have stayed awake man I, I really don't. Chris, Kevin has a fantastic mind, and it 
I agree. It's only that probably that it was him coming to the show about Roswell that, you know, I would even kind of listen. I found myself, I found it hard to be enthused about it. And it's nothing to do with him or Erica. But really, I I just don't want to hear about Roswell for a long, long time. And if I get the chance, (laughs) I'm going to ask Alejandro that enough. There are other cases. (laughs) Yeah, well, um, so, you know, again, thanks a, a lot for and 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 uh, you know thanks go out to Erica for uh, for you know helping out in my uh, in my absence. Um, I must say I I don't plan on uh, revisiting that whole scenario anytime soon. So we're I'm taking some pretty good steps here. I'm, I'm starting to really kind of do a little bit of a lifestyle tweak here a little bit, and uh, I lost some weight while I was in the hospital, and you know, I'm kind of following up with a workout routine now, and so, you know, as soon as my lung capacity really builds up and I feel a lot stronger, then yeah, I'm going to really dive into kind of doing a little New Year's resolution work on myself and trim up. You can't, and- you can't take chances with the, you know, the organs that supply you with oxygen. You never know, maybe in uh, six months' time you'll be holding your breath five minutes doing free diving or something crazy. Yeah, well, I used to have, well, for years, even when I did start smoking, I, you know, of course I was a almost a professional soccer player and I was very, very athletic when I was younger and so I have that going for me and a very strong cardio system. It's it's very pretty easy for me to lose weight and and to get back in shape, um, you know, even at this <laughs> decrepit old age, believe it or not. Uh, but it's trying to, it's getting off the pregnisone and the steroids. That that's really, you know, that it's so difficult to work against that, um, unfortunately. But but it's all good, and I'm looking forward to uh, to today's show. Uh, I think we're going to have uh, some fun, and uh, I've never actually. Had the good fortune of uh, of speaking with the uh, the Mufon head of of uh, what is it research is it research. right right the head of the research uh, team there well yeah let me just define this for everybody early in the history of the Paracast we used to have two guests on separately separate segments so we've got two guests separately we have Alejandro Rojas from Open Minds and they've got the International UFO Congress coming in mid February in Fountain Hills, Arizona. And then for the second hour, or a little bit less, we'll have Robert Powell, who's that head research guy from MUFON, and he's got a pretty good resume for solid research. And I was looking over his bio. He's director of research, head of their science review board, and he's did a detailed radar witness report, one of the two authors for the Stephenville Lights, which was one of the more significant sightings of recent years. So he's got a lot of good, solid, basic credentials as an investigator. So we're going to get a couple of interesting viewpoints here, focusing not on the ancient stuff, the old UFO sightings that are rehashed year after year and embellished year after year and take us nowhere. We'll talk about current stuff, current sightings to see what's happening, and maybe to get a better picture of where we can take it from there. And I think that's a very important point. I'm very glad that we've got these two guests coming up. And let's see also how that works. You know, I kind of like the full show, as Chris does, where we can really be in-depth with a guest. But sometimes a shorter appearance might just work. You know, we'll have to see what happens. We did that, I think, for the first year of the show. We always felt, well, each guest 
That's what I do on the Tech Night Out Live, by the way, my other radio show, where I have two or three guests for each episode, and very rarely do they occupy the same virtual room at the same virtual time. So this is a huge change for us, and we'll see how it works. And then again, of course, we'll be interested in hearing more about what's happening at the International UFO Congress, because a lot of people I'd like to meet are going to be there. Of course, Erica Lukes is going to be there. And she has been our guest co-host once, and she's been our regular guest a couple of times. Okay, so it's kind of interesting to see that. And we'll go into more of the guests there. Kathleen Martin is going to be there, of course, and Jennifer Stein, and our friend Greg Bishop, and a few people you've heard on the Paracast. Also, Ted Rowe. I want to talk to Ted Rowe because of the fact that we have this controversy involving Isaac Coy. So that's definitely going to be real interesting to see what he has to say about that. So I'm going to be hanging out there, and Chris will be hanging out there, and we'll hopefully do a few interviews and see exactly, exactly where things stand. Dr. John Alexander is going to be there too. So I want to ask more about that. So here we go. This week we've got... Alejandro Rojas from Open Minds, who is, of course, the chairman or the chief cook and bottle washer of the International UFO Congress. He comes first, and then a little bit later in the second half of the show, we'll hear from Robert Powell, the head of research, director of research for the Mutual UFO Network, who has done a lot of credible work that we'll want to talk about more. Gogs Mackay is one of our forum moderators and a guest panelist, Chris O'Brien's back with Gene and Chris. You're in the podcast. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items and entails T-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast Jumbo tote bag, all sorts of T-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com. Stop by and take a shopping tour. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow 
allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-615-7709. That's 800-615-7709. 800 615 7709. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. My name is Robin. I'm 47 years of age. I absolutely love One World Whey. It was about five years ago when a trainer told me it was the end all of protein powders. One day when I ran out, I decided to try other brands. I spent eight months and could not find a replacement. I went through tons of brands, types, and flavors, and almost all of them tasted unnatural and not pleasant. When it all boiled down, I came right back to One World Whey. I buy the cost-effective five-pound container and my family craves their one world way too i look forward to and enjoy having my one world way and feel great after i drink it thank you synergistic nutrition for perfecting a protein powder in the product one world way from taste to how it makes me and my family feel you get an a plus plus call 888-988-3325 or visit oneworldway.com that's one world w-h-e-y.com Why be held hostage by your wireless carrier for two years? What if there were no contracts, no activation fees, no tracking, tracing, or draconian gimmicks? All on America's largest 4G LTE networks. Introducing PixWireless.com. Activate your Sprint, AT&T, and unlock GSM phones instantly. Bring your own device and make the switch today. Here's how. Call or click 1-800-205-9513 or PixWireless.com. Spell P-I-X. PixWireless.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. So just a few weeks ahead of the International UFO Congress in Fountain Hills, Arizona for 2017, We've got Alejandro Rojas of Open Minds. Welcome back. Hello. Thanks for having me. Now, it's interesting here. We were talking about Chris's illness before you came on. And you were telling me, you've told me this for a while now, that you're undergoing a drug trial for some kind of back ailment. Yeah. And actually, I I do like to talk about it to like at least to make awareness out there because I didn't know. It's this genetic thing called 
ankylosing spondylitis. And it's essentially similar to rheumatoid arthritis, but it attacks your spine and causes it to fuse and can really cause a lot of issues as time goes on. It comes on in your 20s. My primary care physicians, I told them about this back pain I had. Sometimes it was difficult to walk. I mean, it was always painful to walk, but sometimes very, very painful. People at the conference actually would often be like, what's wrong? What's wrong? You know, and it's this issue I've had in my neck and throughout my back. But only a few years ago, a couple years ago, did I finally get it diagnosed when a chiropractor said, you really need to go to a rheumatologist and it got diagnosed. And now I'm on these research trials for these drugs, which is great because uh, the drugs are super expensive. Anybody with rheumatoid arthritis might know some of these drugs are really expensive. So they also work for this issue. So it's great when I'm on the drug. Uh, I don't have the pain. But if you have back pain and you don't know what it is, don't assume that it's, you know, regular uh, degenerative disc, especially if you're younger in your 20s and this comes on. Go see a rheumatologist because this goes undiagnosed. And it's something if I had caught earlier, I could have kept from some of the spinal fusing that I have gone on. So like my neck is pushed a little forward. I can't straighten it and my back is completely stiff. So I can't really bend over and stuff. I could have, you know, kept that from happening had I caught it earlier. Well, we're so glad that you finally got it worked out though. Yeah, me too. And I'm going to get into the politics of healthcare in America. You're taking a drug trial, which means for the duration of this trial, you get the drug free. Right. But the very day that you're off this trial, you've got to buy it. Exactly. And, and hope and that your health insurance will cover at least part of the cost. Yeah. From what I gather, you know, best case scenario with most of these drugs, it's, it's going to be like a thousand bucks a pop with good insurance. So, yeah, that's kind of uh, an issue. And what happens with these drugs, you know, people wonder why are they so ridiculously expensive? Essentially, when a drug comes out for many years, they're recouping their money on all of the research that they did, because, of course, this research is extremely expensive and the research to develop it. 17 years for the patent. Yeah. So it's a money's game. I mean, it's a, it's all about the money. I mean, drugs don't get developed unless they figure they can make money off of it. And then once they do develop them, uh, that's why they're so crazy, ridiculous, expensive is that you're not just paying for your dosage. You're paying for uh, so these companies can recoup. Uh, that's mm -hmm. part of you're their also paying for their advertising. <laughs> oh, everything. Yeah. They're advertising the entire uh, cost that it took them to to get this product out there. Um, and it's part of, you know, what they plan when it's, it's, it's all numbers on their end. I mean, uh, so what can you do? Yeah. Well, you know, the one thing of course is to buy it in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. But, and, that, and that's what really gets me about America. I mean, not to get too much into politics, but that, you know, uh, people get so caught up in, picking sides and choosing sides and, and it, that foregoes the issue. And the issue is people not having access to health care, people dying, people, um, you know, who can afford the outrageous costs. And, you know, if you look at socialized health care, sure, there are some negatives, but at least, you know, people don't have to die uh, in pain in their beds at home. And that does happen. Well, you know, um, the other thing that might be involved here, and this is, I think, should close it is that 
This is actually something that both sides of the political spectrum agreed about, which is they shouldn't have the power in the government and Medicare and everything to negotiate with the drug companies for the best possible price. And since the drugs you buy are the same, they buy in the UK. I mean, if somebody in the UK buys this drug once it goes on sale, they'll pay a fraction of what you pay in the US and we should have the ability to import these drugs as long as we have an industrialized country with high standards for safety. We should buy it wherever the price is the least. And that will change things. But let's just move beyond that and I hope things will <laughs> be better for you. Maybe ET will come here and they'll find a way to fix your back so you don't yeah, have to put up with that. You know, I, I give them a lot of publicity through the show and through all of this stuff that we do. Um, and supposedly they're coming and taking people and healing them. I think that uh, yeah, it really. would be fair. You should, you, should, you should be at the head of the line already. Yeah, it's like, what if these guys, these guys haven't done crap for you and you're taking them and healing them. <laughs> what about me? Right, you're just picking up all these people in isolated parts of the world. And here we have someone like Alejandro Rojas and Open Minds, and he's been shilling for E.T. for years. Not really. Yeah. I think MUFON is more <laughs> shilling for them than you are. But, you know, you've been there promoting their best interests with all these great sightings. Of all. You're cataloging their appearance on Earth, whoever they are. Come on uh-huh. down here and fix the guy's back, for heaven's sake. Yeah, that would be very appreciated. You know, I'm thinking here the best way to do that is beam him to another place. What you do here is you put him in the computer using the transporter. You then rejigger his genetics and his <laughs> physical problem. You rebuild him, and then you beam him to the next room. And it you know, he doesn't have the head of a fly. We don't have that kind of thing. And he's you reconstituted, of, and he's healthy. Yeah, you know a lot about their technology. No, I don't. Even some of the technical terms, re, re-jigger, is that what you said? Rejigger is a very technical term. It's only used <laughs> among the second squad of the first quadrant. Oh, see, you know what's going on. That's right. And the third quadrant, we don't know. You know, did you listen to last week's episode of the Paracast, Alejandro? Did I know? I rarely get to listen to podcasts, unfortunately, especially these days, right now, when we're just so swamped getting ready for the conference. Well, okay, so we're closing the book on Roswell. And we had Kevin Randall with an appearance where he talks about his book, Roswell in the 21st Century. Okay, I I am aware of the issue going on with Randall, or at least what's going on about that, and I have read his blog on it. And I'm having him, I'm interviewing him tomorrow, actually, for my show on the same topic. Right, and here's the point. I think he did the last best effort to make sense of Roswell. Mm -hmm. He exposed a lot of the areas where the evidence doesn't exist. And I think it's time to move on. This is not the smoking gun This is not the magic case that will forever allow UFOs to be respectable. It's a myth. It's a legend. We'll never solve it. Leave it be. With Gene Goggs and Alejandro, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today.
Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com, virtual care anywhere. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Cal Bend Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-340-5528. That's 800-340-5528. Again, 800-340-5528. For P150, P150 GA, P150 NY, P150 OK, P150 TN, C250 A, C250 E, C250 Q. Not available in all states. If New York or Colorado, call for a similar offer. What's the scariest thing about going to the dentist? Opening your mouth or opening your wallet? Because just a simple cleaning can cost $100, and things like root canals can cost you hundreds more. If you don't have dental insurance to help, call Physicians Mutual Insurance Company, 1-800-656-4686. This isn't a discount plan or preventive-only coverage. This is real dental insurance that helps pay for checkups right away. So you can call today and get your teeth cleaned tomorrow. Plus, it helps cover the more expensive procedures you might need down the road. Fillings, crowns, bridges, even costly dentures. There's no deductible and no annual maximum. Your acceptance is guaranteed for one of these insurance policies, even if you're retired. There are no networks, so you can choose any dentist you'd like. Call now for a free information kit with all the details. 1-800-656-4686. That's 1-800-656-4686. 1-800-656-4686. 
Hi, this is Bryce Abel. I'm the producer of Dark Skies, the co-author of AD After Disclosure, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. We have a second radio show, by the way, neighbors. It's called After the Paracast. And After the Paracast is a collection of different things. It can be an extended interview. It could be be me and Chris or someone doing chit-chat. So, for example, when Chris went into the hospital, and we needed to fill that show because the show must go on. This is show business, folks. We had Paul Kimball kind of giving us his reaction to driving the nail in the coffin of Roswell. That kind of thing. And it's unpredictable. It's also uncensored because there's no FCC for after the power cast, and sometimes it gets to be interesting. So this is part of what we offer for the Paracast Plus. Go to plus.theparacast.com. Chris is typing it now. P-L-U-S dot theparacast.com. You get After the Paracast, a commercial-free version of this show, and other content, including selected morsels from Paul Kimball's Other Side of Truth audio and video, lots of good stuff. Prices start at $1.49 a week. Half the price of Starbucks, a third the price. I haven't gone to Starbucks. Is $1.49 half what you pay for a Starbucks anything these days or a third? Yeah, that sounds about right. You know, just a, a straight, regular cup of coffee, small cup of coffee is about probably about $3, yeah. Okay, now $1.49 is about what you pay for a straight cup of coffee at Circle K. And they have better coffee than Starbucks. But you still get access to the Paracast Plus at plus.theparacast.com. Alejandro Rojas joins us. Gogs McKay's on the panel. And Chris is back, raring to go. A little bit later, we'll have Robert Powell. Now, once we set aside, Alejandro, the ancient UFO cases, and we deal with the modern ones, what do you think, if I wanted to present to an audience, these are the best cases to demonstrate something's going on, what cases do you prefer? Modern, like how modern? Like in the last couple decades? Let's start with Rendlesham, which isn't very modern, 1980. But certainly okay. it's a lot better in 1947. There's not a lot, really. Some of the big cases, Stephenville, I don't think there's much there. I mean, you have a few anecdotal things. What was funny is when that happened, I was uh, working for MUFON as their director of communication and we got all these calls and everything but there was a much interesting sighting more interesting sighting in san diego during that time with more witnesses more credible witnesses but for some reason it came this media big thing and often especially these days uh, that's the whole point is the ones that get big are big in the media but there's not much substance to them so a lot of these you know that people are aware of i i feel you know they're anecdotal which is interesting but not that substantial i would say though the chicago hair in 2008 would be a really big one and that may be the best, actually, since Rendlesham. Uh, then there would be, of course, the Phoenix Lights. That one gets a little more uh, difficult, but there were 
thousands of witnesses, and uh, that's going to be the highlight of our UFO Congress this year because it's the 20th anniversary. We're going to have a lot of interviews, uh, and it's a big deal here in Phoenix. In fact, the Arizona Historical Society has a display in their museum of the Phoenix Lights, and we interviewed the director the other day, and we're going to be showing that interview at the conference, and we're going to be putting it online at the anniversary. So the Phoenix Lights and Chicago O'Hare... Those are, to me, those are probably the best, even though they're anecdotal. There's been some pretty good ones. I would say the Puerto Rico sighting is a interesting one. I, I don't know that it's definitive. Uh, I think that perhaps we'll have an answer to that one at some point. This was the Aguadilla one, which was, what, 2014? Last year, there was a good one where the St. Athens police in Wales also caught a craft uh, on their IR in a helicopter, a police helicopter, using their infrared, although they couldn't see it with their eye. That was a really interesting one, um, but that one needs some more research, and they're not releasing that video. So that's what's difficult about that. But those are some of the ones that popped to mind. Are there any you're thinking of specifically? I obviously thought of O'Hare. We did several shows on that. Yeah, that's a great one. I've got a few, Gene. What, what about the one maybe around 2008 where there was a, a pilot and passengers of a small plane crossing the English Channel going to one of the Channel Islands? That was a, a case where the captain and the passengers were looking at a huge like, mile-across object for 10, 20 minutes or so. It was confirmed by tra- I, air traffic control. Yeah, it was on radar. pilot. Yeah, and then there was a second object as well. How about Mexico City as well? It's had quite a few um, in these recent uh, decades. What else is there? Well, the NORAD event. Uh, 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 I don't know. Still my, my all-time favorite. Credible ones. Unfortunately, like like the, I feel like the, the IR video that the Mexican military had provided to Jaime Musan, I think has been very thoroughly debunked personally so mexico i don't know i don't I, that there are any credible ones uh, jaime musan's always pushing a lot of videos most of which uh if not all of which have been very thoroughly debunked but he just kind of pushes that aside and still pushes those forward to him facts don't matter the norad one okay. yeah, yeah yeah unfortunately now is it true do you think that the sightings of days gone by before 1980 in the late 40s and the 50s seem to be much more sensational than the stuff we've seen in recent years? Or is it because we mistook a few things because of the fact that our abilities at understanding you and perception and things like that were not quite as advanced? I mean, that was the big issue made with Roswell, that people have a tendency to want to put themselves in the middle of events in which they had no participation, whatever. Mm -hmm. My opinion is that uh, it's because, uh, you know, up until 1970, we had official investigation of UFOs, and some of those best cases uh, were investigated by the Air Force and their blue book cases. And, you know, no organization in the United States has had the resources that the military had to investigate those cases, and so they were well uh, investigated, and uh, the unknowns there are really difficult to explain. I think 
to me, that's why those are the best cases. But now that that important organization is no longer sharing their UFO research, uh, that that's why we don't have uh, as many cases because then it's left up to you know the civilian organizations, uh, most of which are unqualified, you know, volunteers who just don't have the the qualifications to thoroughly investigate uh, these cases, nor do they have the credible, often, usually, you don't have the credible input of, you know, military witnesses uh, who were involved. So I I think that's what becomes difficult, even with Chicago uh, O'Hare, what was interesting about when John Hilkovich, the Chicago Tribune writer, went to investigate, he ran into many of the roadblocks we all do. For instance, United saying, no, there's nothing going on here. Uh, The FAA saying, no, we didn't receive any reports. And then having to, at least the FAA, having to change their position once uh, he did submit the FOIA. And they said, oh, yeah, we did get some. Uh, So, you know, they still weren't forthcoming with information with him and you'll talk to Robert Powell in a bit and he'll even talk about how difficult it is to get radar data from the FAA or anyone and uh they've they've even shut some doors and he can explain that uh better now, now one big thing we had then that we don't have now and you know I mention his name all the time and I'll go into it in our next segment was major Donald Kehoe and mm-hmm. whatever his shortcomings Believing, I think, too quickly in E.T. and everything, there were things that he was able to do that a lot of other people couldn't do. Got more to come with Alejandro Rojas and Chris and Goggs. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203.
By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blocket Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. Lifetime Gray's 100% grass-fed beef has the health benefits you seek. When compared to conventional beef, it offers good fats while virtually eliminating the bad. That's the result of cattle who never eat grain, ever. Rich in antioxidants, including vitamin E, C, beta-carotene, and CLA. No artificial hormones, antibiotics, or other drugs. For all our fresh, non-cooked products with only 100% grass-fed beef, go to MidasResources.com. Use voucher code GCN to get 30% off your order. MidasResources.com or find us on Facebook. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you. People seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com. And if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more. And this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com. ParanormalDate.com and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Have you ever wanted a shortcut to getting the underground secrets to making money online and seriously grow your business? Whether it's a new business, a part-time income, or an existing business, you have this incredible limited offer to get a copy of this Amazon best-selling book on dot-com success for free. Uncover the success factors to make your business ignite. Go to secretsignite.com. That's secretsignite.com. Get your free copy now. Go to secretsignite.com. This is Leslie Kane, and I'm with the Coalition for Freedom of Information, and you are listening to the Paracast. Oh, yes, Chris got that voice back. Alejandro Rojas of Open Minds and the International UFO Congress. And I mentioned Major Kehoe because he had all these contacts in the military during the days of Project Blue Book. And he could call on people and get these cases that a lot of people didn't have. We don't have anybody like that around anymore, really. I mean, we have people with military connections, but this was somebody who made that a badge of honor. Well, maybe yeah. Tom DeLong's got a contact now, if that's to be believed. Well, if we know that's to be believed. Yeah. Well, we do know through the Podesta WikiLeaks that he does have the contacts. We know that he's very uh, connected with at least one person, uh, one retired general who was an assistant to the commander of Space Command. And we know he's so close because this person was in the meeting that Podesta had put together. He's in some of the emails that you know were in these WikiLeaks uh, that were released. And he wrote a comment. You know, he wrote uh, one of the. Uh, reviews to Tom DeLong's book. Seems like he's very close with this individual. 
And of course, in that Podesta meeting that Podesta had set up, he also had a general who Tom DeLonge says he's close to, who was in charge of the labs at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, a gentleman who was in charge of Area 51. So Tom DeLonge does have some contacts. Uh, How close these contacts are and exactly what he told them, we'll have to see. I'm wondering here now, because he doesn't have to worry about Hillary Clinton and political correctness, whether John Podesta will be more emphatic about talking publicly about UFOs or about making more of an effort to get information. What do you think? Well, I've interviewed Leslie Kane, and she says that he is, she's very close to him, especially on this topic. She says that he is still very gung-ho. He's not going to stop, and he's very into the topic, and he will be moving forward and and doing more. So it's exciting to see what he might do um, and whether or not Tom DeLonge's involved. The Tom DeLonge thing, what throws a real curveball in all of this is that Tom has spoken to these gentlemen, some of them several times, some of them he's close to, even though he is out there telling people that the government has back-engineered alien spacecraft and, and he has insider information that this is true, why would these people be talking to him? I, I find it hard to believe they would tell him that, but that's what he's claiming, and we do have confirmation he has been talking to these people. So that, that's really weird. Yeah, we just don't have a clue what he what they may have actually talked about, or well, what may have been revealed. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've read, uh, you know, I've read the Open Minds kind of the latest article about this, and so is Tom DeLonge kind of saying that he requested ten advisors or whatever, and that he was kind of pointed towards such people who may have been directed to help him. Do you know if that part of it is true? Well, this is a really interesting aspect. This is great because um, in that meeting that Podesta had set up, in the aftermath, later that day, Tom DeLong sent Podesta an email. We know this through the WikiLeaks saying, hey, General uh, McClellan or McCandlin, I think his name was, the guy that worked at Wright-Patterson, he uh, said he was a skeptic, but he's not. So it sounds like he wasn't willing to share much in this meeting with Podesta, and he was was taking a skeptic kind of point of view. But Tom went on to say he's not a skeptic. In fact, he's the one who helped me get together my team of advisors. Uh, Why that is so very interesting is that prior to that, a few months prior, Tom DeLong had posted on Facebook a picture of Area 51, and he said – Uh, It was just the gate of Area 51. And he said, I just met with a general who uh, has told me that we did have an alien body and he helped me put together a group of of advisors. At that time, he didn't say who that was. But given what the WikiLeaks say, it seems like it was this Wright Patterson guy. So is that true? Would this guy say we have an alien body? He also told Podesta in that email, he said, this is the guy that worked at Wright-Patterson, which is where they sent the Roswell craft. Um, So he would have known about that material. So a lot of, so it's really strange what might be going on there. It's inconceivable that, you know, uh, military officers retired or not of this rank of this um, long-standing, uh, apparently good reputation, and 
specifically what roles they may have played as in being at Area 51 or Wright-Patterson Foreign Technology Division, whatever. But it's kind of, in, to me, it's inconceivable that they would be talking to Tom DeLong on this subject unless they'd been given the nod from, you know, the four stars or whatever, higher up, somebody to say, yes, you can do this, because this is really unprecedented for completely civilian researcher to kind of come out of nowhere. Okay, I know he was in a rock band, but on this subject, to kind of come out of nowhere and very quickly claim contact with, you know, a former White House chief of staff, campaign manager of, you know, last presidential candidate. And, you know, I can't think of anything that's quite like this in the past. I agree with you 100%. In fact, if Tom DeLonge would have come out and said, I had a meeting with John Podesta and these generals and this guy from Skunk Works, um, I wouldn't have believed it. I would have thought, mm, sure you did. But uh, since they were you know, in the WikiLeaks, we know that it really did happen. So uh, I agree with you. It is unfathomable, and it, it really blows my mind. I think regarding John Podesta... Unfortunately for him, even though, um, you know, he's supposedly a man of good character and obviously high standing, many people know who he is in the political world. But I suppose the fact that he unfortunately wasn't on the winning side in the presidential election, he's not going to have the same kind of automatic rights to a media platform should he choose to talk about this. You know, in, in uh, comparison, than if if Hillary had won and he had gone on to be in her team or whatever, you know, people would listen to him far more readily on any subjects. So unfortunately, for as 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 regarding John Podesta, he's not quite in the same position. I don't mean you know he'd be ignored, but he, not as much as he could have had. Right. Yeah. Well, but, where are we at, Gene? We're getting Tom DeLong on. Well, he's got a new book coming out. In March, one of his secret machines, which is, of course, the fictional book, obviously. The new one's called Gods, an official investigation of the UFO phenomenon that's coming out on March 7th. So this would be a really good time to get him when he's coming out with a new book. He's going to want to promote that. So definitely that's really high on the agenda. By the way, Leslie Kane has a book on life after death. It's also coming out later this year, and we're talking with her publisher about getting her into that. So this is quite unlike her previous connection strictly with UFOs. So we'll have to see where that goes. You know, folks, we have a short period of time to spend with Alejandro. And there's a bunch of questions from our listeners. Maybe look at the relevant ones, guys, and let's see what we can pursue here. How's that? Okay. Yeah, I I can uh, open up uh, just to tell the listeners that you know, if they want to uh, give questions for uh, upcoming guests, they can find them in the question bank at forum.theparacast.com. Uh, I've got a question here from Ku Cullen, or Cullen, who's been a member for two months, and he said, Alejandro, how and will Open Minds and the International UFO Congress distance itself from events like the MUFON International Symposium that cater to the more true believer crowd? So, you know, can if you can explain maybe where Open Minds is coming from in terms of who you're aiming at and, you know, what, how you feel about true believers and more sceptical UFO-interested people. Mm-hmm. Before you answer, 
Alejandro, we have about a minute. Then we have to split for a break. Go ahead. Okay. I mean, surely we won't. We won't distance ourselves with MUFON. I can't see us ever doing that. You got to remember, MUFON is a large group of people, some who are very careful researchers like Robert Powell, who you're going to have on, who's perhaps even more uh, conservative in this field than I am. Perhaps, maybe not. But uh, he is a director for MUFON. And then you have, of course, the real wild-eyed people. Unfortunately, I feel that the leadership is kind of taken. Uh, they've gotten off of the track of the scientific inquiry, and, and, and I find that unfortunate. But still, uh, they're an important organization. We can have plenty of arguments, of course, about MUFON. And we've mentioned, for example, Erica Luke's having some unsavory experiences with some of the leadership of MUFON. But then that's individual people, and we can always hope that something can be done about that and that problem. Alejandro Rojas of Open Minds and the International UFO Congress with Gene, Chris, and Goggs. And Alejandro, you're in El Pericasto. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S dot com. Why be held hostage by your wireless carrier for two years? What if there were no contracts, no activation fees, no tracking, tracing, or draconian gimmicks? All on America's largest 4G LTE networks. Introducing PixWireless.com. Activate your Sprint, AT&T, and unlock GSM phones instantly. Bring your own device and make the switch today. Here's how. Call or click 1-800-205-9513 or PixWireless.com. Spell P-I-X. PixWireless.com. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. This is El Paracasto, 
and I'm going to be on the L now. When I think of L, you know, you think of the Spanish word. I think of New York City. The L line? Yes. The elevated train. Exactly. Cool. (laughs) One other cool thing that happened, cool in that it brings this topic uh, and it was treated well, Uh, Forbes I think that's what maybe got, has MUFON on the mind for people lately. Forbes had uh, interviewed Jan Harzan, the director of MUFON, uh, in a couple articles this week. So, for instance, Jan talks about S4 and how there could be aliens or, or UFOs there. And personally, I, I don't think there's really any evidence that S4 exists. I don't think it does. Wherever Bob Lazar, who was a witness who says where S4 was and he was driven by a bus— it can't be there. It was. It's too close to the nukes. You know, uh, there's people who have done research there that, you know, that's an area where people can't go into. The other thing is there are no roads there and never have been any roads that go to this area. Um, so I don't know that S4 exists. There is an S4 on the base, surprisingly, but it's it's part of this other group of buildings that is in completely different place, uh, not a below ground secretive type of thing. So he has some views, and everybody has views and opinions. But the Forbes articles really did at least treat the subject respectfully, and that was cool. At least it brings more attention. But you know, we can criticize each other all day long, and we do have various opinions and things like that. But still, they're very important. And what Robert Powell, for instance, with his scientific board is doing is invaluable. That, that's good. I, I can't wait to get a chance to pick his brain a little bit and uh, and um, find out you know, so what, what, what his motivations are. I think that's always a question that should be asked to anybody that's higher up in MUFON is, you know, what's your motivation? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have a question here from Sand, who's been a longtime poster uh, here at forum.theparacast.com. Uh, actually, Christmas, he signed up in 2014. He's wondering, Alejandro, he's heard you refer to your UFO sighting, your personal ex- uh, experience, <laughs> but I've never heard you describe it. What happened? And is that what started your interest in this subject? Uh, it's not. I didn't have a UFO sighting till many, many years after I was in this topic. And and at the time, I was frustrated. I mean, I was already working with MUFON for many years, had been a, a, an investigator and all of this stuff. So that was my first sighting. My first sighting was my first visit. Well, Chris, I think I may have talked about this with you actually before because it was in the San Luis Valley, what you're famous for. Uh, you're the expert in the area. So it was my first visit to the UFO watchtower. And, oh, no kidding. Uh, wow. Yeah, really funny. So we went to the UFO watchtower, uh, met um, the Leslie, the lady who runs it. Isn't her Judy. name Leslie? Judy, Judy, that's right. Judy Messel. And yeah, we had talked to her uh, for a while, but uh, this is funny. It's funny because there were some Stephen Greer follower people there. And, you know, the protocol Stephen Greer uses to call in UFOs is secret. Uh, however, you know, being just ornery, I had went and looked for it and stuff like that. So they wanted to do this protocol. So we did. And then we got to talking, even though we should have been watching the sky. And and I must say, I, I do not believe that this personally, uh, I don't believe that this protocol does call in extraterrestrials or anything like that. Well, you have Our to theory. have your hands on, on the good doctor. Yeah, and unfortunately, I do not. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. But anyway, uh, it 
it got dark and my sister says, I think I see a satellite. And my sister and I have camped a lot. And uh, I could tell her in her voice that there was something weird there. So I went outside immediately and uh, and there was a bright light over directly. Uh, well, a little bit. Um, what was that? It was east of us. Um, Wait, looking the, at the dunes. Yeah, exactly. The sand dunes are exactly east. So it was a little bit um, to what the north. Yeah. And the light. And it was over the hills, and when it got over the dunes, it kind of, uh, I felt like it kind of pulsed. Others felt like it maybe stopped and went, you know, like jittered or something. And then it faded out, but it was a really bright light. It was not very high on the uh, above the mountains. Um, and it was, that was really odd. Uh, oh, this common, is what happened. A real common sighting. Uh, yeah. that, that's right on the edge of the La Vida military operations area. Mm. And Judy has a, 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 a right. front row loge uh, seat on some of the activity that pops up from the Werfano Valley above the, uh, you know, the, the, the ridge line of the Sangres. Yeah. I've seen some really cool stuff there. But yeah. after that, it was it was just getting dark. So that was just dusk. It was almost completely dark when that happened. We were talking and excited about it. And uh, just a few minutes later, by now, it was completely dark to behind us from the, from the southwest and the northwest there were satellites two satellites coming and they were uh just they i'm calling them satellites because they were a single point of light moving you know in one steady direction and they crossed directly over where we saw this thing um before you know moving on and fading out which was also really weird yeah well <laughs> Yeah, welcome to my world. I, I spent 13 years there, and boy, I'll tell you, there was there were some time periods where I mean, we were seeing things daily and nightly. We were we were seeing uh, activity. It was just um, beyond uh, a trip to Disneyland. Uh, it really was at times uh, quite amazing. Uh, really, really uh, sparked a fire and an interest in me that uh, won't go out anytime soon. Let's put it that way. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Really well, cool. And to segue into the Congress, just because it's kind of similar, it reminds me of what uh, is going on in Hesdalen in Norway. Yeah. And uh, I'm really excited because we're going to have a professor who has done a university study on these lights for years. He has a course where he takes students out to go look at these lights uh, in this valley uh, this Hesselin Valley in Norway. So he's going to be at the conference talking about his findings and showing us videos of those lights that he and researchers from all over the world have captured. I think Erling Strand has been on the podcast quite a few years ago. Was that yeah. right? Yeah, it was. Yep. So that's Guy. Yeah. He's a quality guest, no, pro no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, I actually met him at the MUFON Symposium. Now, and... Uh, uh, Although I, you know, I I do share the concerns others have with the MUFON symposium, and I'm afraid that this next one will not be any better. If anything, um, perhaps uh, even more concerning to uh, your listeners, and I think your listeners are similar to my listeners. And uh, but what can you do? I mean, uh, it's a community. Um, it's just like uh, elections. You know, it's it's a democratic type of thing. We, I guess we have to go with the flow sometimes. How's the demographic now? Are there more young people attending, do you think? No. Um, oh. The symposium, at least, attendance hasn't changed forever since I've known. 
uh, you know, unfortunately, the best, you know, in California, they get a little more people and a few more younger people. In fact, I met Thomas Jane, uh, the actor at uh, the MUFON Symposium, and we actually got to converse for a small period of time. He's really into UFOs. But um, we're getting a little better at the Congress just because luckily we have uh, more press that we're able to connect with. And some of the press that we're able to connect work connect with um, have uh, kind of younger viewership. Um, so it has gotten a little better, but still, you know, it is, I think there's a pattern when you're really, the younger people like to look at stuff online, not necessarily go to events um, where there's lectures and information. Uh, when you're in your 30s and 40s, you're busy with your kids and your career, you know, who can take a week off to go to something like this? Uh, so it's not until you're retired that you can really spend the time that it takes to, you know, take a week off and go to an event like this or, or something. So I, that's, that's what I feel is kind of the cycle of things. We'll move on here. Just to mention, Thomas Jane becomes 48 years old this year. So he's not quite that young. All right, we've got more to come. All right. With Alejandro Rojas, Chris O'Brien, Gogs Mackay, and Gene Steinberg, you're in the podcast. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Good day, America. Are you tired of your butt cheeks being frozen? Tired of cold hands or cold feet? I'm tired of the cold. Well, there's a new kid on the block. It's Fortress Clothing. Fortress will keep you warm. Fortress does what no other clothing company has ever done. We keep you warm in the cold, even when wet. You heard that right, even when wet. No BS, no gimmicks. Work, play, sweat in the cold, and stay warm. So quit your complaining and go to FortressClothing.com. FortressClothing.com, enter coupon code AMERICA and get 20% off any item. Mittens, jackets, pants, balaclavas, or hot socks. FortressClothing.com, enter coupon code AMERICA. You're going to love being warm all winter long. FortressClothing.com. Had it been the sweet Paris air permeating the night, the intoxicating way her beauty had overtaken him, 
Whatever the case back then, Jordan Dunleavy is still in love with the memory of Lauren, the woman he'd lost so many years before. In Bookstore on the Sen, the journey of a conspiracy analyst, author C.L. Hendman, ties conspiracy theories, mystery, irony, and romance into this stimulating novel that masterfully interweaves the past with the present. Available on Amazon and Kindle and at bookstoreonthesen.com. That's S-E-I-N-E dot com. Bookstoreonthesen.com. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Are you looking to become more self-sufficient? Then you need to have your own energy source. The Solark EMP hardened generator is automatic, maintenance-free, and reduces your monthly electric bill. You can also take it off-grid when you go camping. Contact PortableSolarLLC.com or call for details at 972-575-8875 today. Portable Solar LLC gives you everything you need to start using solar energy in less than one hour. Solark EMP hardened solar generator energy insurance. For your family or business, call Portable Solar LLC today. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Gene, Chris, Scoggs, Alejandro going on for a segment or two more. A little bit later, Robert Powell joins us. He is the director of research for MUFON. He's done a lot of work on Stephenville and a lot of other cases, a Puerto Rican case from 2013 that's really significant. I'm going to ask him also about what he knows about this Chilean case that happened a couple of years back that may have been identified as a conventional object, but it's important to get that in perspective because what happens with UFO cases all the time is they get a legendary status sometimes And if you solve them and they're conventional, people don't believe that. (laughs) You know, how do you feel about that phenomenon, Alejandro, that you can't disprove a good UFO case? Because if you do, it'll just resurrect itself. It's like a discredited researcher. This researcher is shown to be a fraud. And I won't mention one particular one from Pennsylvania whose credentials were fake and he's back in it now. It was all fake news, I guess. Yeah, it's frustrating. I mean, it's just really frustrating. The media is really bad because when a case goes out, because this happened a lot when I was working with the media with MUFON, and it still happens, where a case happens, a sighting happens, it makes really big news. But once we would figure out what it was, and typically it was you know, something mundane, and then you would send out a press release on that, no news at all. No one would cover 
that part because you know the cycle for that story is gone and there is no story about hey we figured out this was just a, a balloon or something yeah it's really frustrating that that happens but you know in this field that's the hard part is you get just beat up left and right it's one of the reasons why I try to tell people not to pay too much attention to uh, like social media postings and stuff because you can spend all your time just fighting with people online um, and, th- and that really saps your energy. Whereas, you know, a lot of us like, like me and uh, I need to focus on the work. I need to focus on the day to day so I can get that out. And if people are disappointed with it, I'm sorry, but uh, you know, uh, They're there because they appreciate the information uh, and the information getting out. And that's what I need to focus on um, so that it can get out. Because otherwise, you know, I'd just be spinning my wheels arguing uh, minutia. And never ends. Any more questions from listeners? We got a few there. Um, Yeah, there are actually. Um, Again, I think we've kind of addressed uh, most of them, but there's uh, there's still one or two here. Here, let me just click over. So, this one comes from Blowfish, who is one of our. Well, actually, it says location Indian Ocean. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> maybe he's uh, Diego Garcia. Anyway, he's been a long time poster, uh, going on seven years, as opposed to here at forum.theparacast.com, and he's wondering Alejandro. What is your most credible UFO eyewitness you you have encountered who saw so-called non-human beings? That's kind of part one. And then uh, I guess the the other questions actually are for um, uh, Robert Powell. So we'll just uh, ask you that one. What's what's the most impressive or credible UFO eyewitness uh, to have encountered with so-called non-human beings in your estimation? That's a really, really difficult one. Um, I mean, I feel Travis Walton is very credible. Um, what he experienced, who knows, really. But uh, and, and I feel more, uh, you know, that he and the other witnesses really saw a craft and that he really disappeared for that period of time. Um, one of the reasons I believe that is that I have... I've been able to spend a lot of time with the other witnesses. Uh, my girlfriend actually put on his 40th anniversary event, and she went independently and found witnesses such as a first police officer on the scene uh, herself. And these were people that Travis nor any of the witnesses had spoken with. And she spoke with them directly. And she was concerned, too. You know, she was like, what if when I talk to them, they're going to say, you know, this was all bunk or something. But they didn't. They were all. uh, We even have we have the video. Actually, you can see it on our our, uh, video portal. But uh, where the police officers up there talking with them uh, and. This was the first time they had seen him since that evening when the whole thing had originally went down. So you can see how they react to what he has to say and uh, what he has to say. And they had no idea what he was going to say. But also the witnesses are not friends. I mean, there's been difficulty behind the scenes. And these people aren't these guys were coworkers. They weren't friends and they don't see eye to eye on things. So it's not this cohesive group of, of hoaxers. Um, that, that idea just isn't conceivable. So that's a good one. 
Uh, I do like the Allagash case, too, um, where, you know, those, these people were in Maine. We've got a free kind of mini documentary. Uh, well, it's 45 minutes up on our YouTube site where you can watch these witnesses and see for yourself. Uh, I've known these guys for a few years now, and they've their story has really been the same all along. So, uh, again, well, but, there, and, there has been some difficulty with with one of the uh, so-called witnesses um, who's come out and recanted um, actually about six months ago, um, eight months ago. But um, I, I, Charlie well, is, is really believable. I, I really like Charlie a lot. He didn't recant. Here's what he told me because I've, I've interviewed him directly. He told me because I was uh, worried myself, you know, he said, oh, you know, he was alluding that, you know, he felt that they were dishonest or something. Um, but when I got down to it and I asked him pointedly, well, what do you mean? What did you experience and all of that? So Chuck Rack is his name. He said that, yes, they did see the object. They did see the UFO. It did fly up at them. And all of this really did happen. He he just doesn't feel there was missing time. And he did not recall under regression because that's the difficulty with both of these cases that the the alleged, you know, entities were recalled uh, re- under regression. And that's the kind of the iffy part. Um, but he said he didn't recall anything like that. Uh, and his main contention was that these guys were religious and he felt that religion had, you know, tainted their views and and he felt maybe they were promoting themselves. But he did not say that he did not think they're lying. He just didn't have the same experience or recollections. Right. OK. Uh, OK. Thanks for the clarification. Yeah, he, he did come out. He did come out, though. Um, and, and 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 call the whole thing into question um, that much. I remember from reading. Yeah, the you're right. And he he just is very dismissive. He obviously doesn't like the other guys. So when you at first you hear him talk about them, you're like, uh oh, you know, is he gonna give us some information? You know, have they were they lying? But it, you, when you ask, get into the detail with what he's saying. Um, he admits he doesn't think they're ne- they're real, they're lying. It just that uh, he didn't recall those things. So, right. yeah. so oh, there's yeah. one in every crowd. Yeah. <laughs> We also have many announcements in every segment of the Paracast that we have to present. We've got Gene, Chris, Goggs, and Alejandro. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Paid non-attorney spokesperson, Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas, is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice, and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. We're all looking for safe, effective, and all-natural remedies for ourselves and our family. The solution is Simplex. Simplex oils provide natural anti-inflammatory and pain relief, antioxidant and nerve protection, and is an amazing topical acne removal and skincare supplement. Natural healing at a very affordable price. Find out more about our non-psychoactive CBD oil products. Go to SimplexSpecials.com. That's SimplexSpecials.com.
dangerous blood clot device alert. If you or a loved one had an IVC filter placed to prevent blood clots from traveling to your heart or lungs and suffered an injury, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. The FDA warns that IVC filters may cause serious complications, such as heart or lung damage, internal bleeding, and even death. These dangerous blood clot devices can break and the metal fragments can travel to your heart or lungs causing serious injuries. If you or a loved one suffered organ damage or other injuries from an IVC filter, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Act now. Time is limited to file a claim. For a free consultation and free information, call Injury Help Desk at 800-478-1507-800-478-1507-800-478-1507. This is an advertisement. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. InjuryHelpDesk.com is responsible for this advertisement. Principal Office, Las Vegas, Nevada. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas. When I was playing ball, they called me the big hurt. But after I left the game, Mother Nature started putting a big hurt on me. I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, it wasn't my fault. Once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. But luckily, I found out about Nugenics. Nugenics is a unique man-boosting formula powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help boost your free testosterone levels. Get a complimentary bottle now by texting PRIME11 to 42424. With Nugenics, you can feel stronger, leaner, with a lot more stamina and energy. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics is GNC's number one selling men's vitality product. Get a complimentary bottle now by texting PRIME11 to 42424. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. So again, text PRIME11 to 42424. All right, guys, we're ready for our four-season sunroom, and Daddy's going to get a rec room with refreshments. Oh, no, we'll be sleeping under the stars. Mom, what about the one with, you know, the fun? Nice try, little bro. It's a gym, my gym. Hey, Grandma's getting her Four Seasons garden room, weather tight and still like being outdoors. Maybe a living room. Oh, no, wait, a family hub. Yeah. No matter what the budget, the season, or the climate, Four Seasons Sunrooms let you and your family enjoy the outdoors inside. Call now to hear more about these great offers from the premier manufacturer of sunrooms since 1975. More reasons for Four Seasons now. To find out more, call toll-free 800-848-6333. That's 800-848-6333. Marie D. Jones, the author of This Book is from the Future, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. We've got that was the ladies' man version. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got Alejandro Rojas of Open Minds and the International UFO Congress for one more segment. And then we will segue or jump across virtual realities to present Robert Powell, the director of research for MUFON, and talk about his investigations into key cases. Guys, are there any more questions of Alejandro before we progress? 
Well, I'm I'm really interested since we're we're all the way down to the last segment. I want to hear about uh, what's happening for this year's International UFO Congress. Who you have on the roster for speaking and uh, what some of the themes are? Uh, be really good to hear about that. I think Robert Powell is uh, one of the speakers, correct? And and our uh, our recent uh, new guest co-host uh, Erica Lukes, I seem to recall, is is speaking. Who else do we got? Yeah, Erica Lukes will be speaking. Robert Powell was actually last year. We've had him a couple times because I'm such a big fan. If for some reason, somehow, I was in the say at MUFON, immediately I would make the scientific board top dog. Everything would have to go through the scientific board, and that would guide everything that, that MUFON does. And, and it should. Robert Powell, I think, I just think the world of him. But yeah, he was last year. This year, uh, some of the exciting things, I'm not, I, I don't agree with every, all of his conclusions, but Ben Hansen is going to talk about the presidential UFO comment. So, of course, we, we had uh, Clinton talk about UFOs on Jimmy Kimmel, and then Obama did, and then Hillary did, and then Hillary, of course, has had more media appearances talking about uh, aliens and UFOs, and Ben Hansen is going to do his analysis. He did work for the FBI. He, he has the caveat that he was not a it was not his expertise. Uh, he did interview criminals uh, and he, he learned from that and was trained in, in aspects of doing that. But he, the body language uh, parts, he was not particularly trained in, but he's been working with people who do are professionals in that area. So he's going to share his opinions there. And that'll be really interesting. Yeah, we've got Erica. That's going to be a lot of fun. It's her first time. This is kind of interesting, too. We have this neurologist. I don't know if you've had him, a neuroscientist. His name is Bob Davis. And he's been investigating abduction, the abduction phenomena. He did what Kathleen Martin has done, did an inventory of witnesses. But he says he's spoken to a lot more. And so he's going to be sharing his findings. And it's just interesting that someone, you know, of his stature is doing this. So it'll be interesting to hear what he has to say. I don't know if you've ever had Ryan Sprague on the show, but he's kind of an online favorite when it comes to UFOs. And uh, this will be his first lecture. I'm excited about it because uh, he's a really cool dude and I really like him. Greg Bishop will have back. I know, uh, I think you all are, are fans of his, and so am I. I don't know if you've had Noe Torres on. He talks about real cowboys and aliens. Yeah, yes, we we've have. had both uh, uh, Ruben and, and Nori on, actually, yeah. a couple times. Great cases. Paul Stonehill yeah. talking about Russia. Uh, David Marler has some more uh, insight into the Battle of L.A. He did some investigating and found more information and tracked the history of the photograph, and he's got copies no one's ever seen before. Wow, nice. So this is going to be really important when it comes to the Battle of yeah, L.A. David's a good researcher, a little yep. conservative, uh, yeah. but I do like his approach. Very, which and, I uh, appreciate as well. And then two colonels. We're going to have John Alexander and Charles Halt. Of course, everybody knows the Rendlesham case. I think it's one of the best, no doubt. But what's interesting about what John Alexander is going to talk about, usually people get frustrated, but he's going to be talking, he's going to be one of our most fringe speakers, believe it or not. He's going to be talking about all of these paranormal experiences that happen around UFO sightings. Cool. So, uh, yeah, that ought to be really cool because people think of him as kind of a debunker or something. This should dash all of those ideas about him. We've got Ted Rowe from NARCAP, another very credible researcher. And then uh, James Fox is kind of going to be heading up our Phoenix Lights theme because he'll be 
bringing in some witnesses that uh, he's had on his documentaries who will be coming on stage to share you know, their experiences with the Phoenix Lights. He's also going to be showing us footage of Fife Symington talking about the Phoenix Lights, the former governor of Arizona. He was governor at the time. Uh, footage that he hasn't shown before. And then this is kind of a weird one. Uh, Ken Johnston. Now, this is a topic that's kind of fringe for me. When it comes to people seeing, like, you know, evidence of aliens or stuff like that on Mars or the moon, I personally have not seen a photograph that is convincing to me. However, this is one of the most credible people out there saying that he does find evidence of that sort. His name is Ken Johnston. He was a trainer for uh, astronauts. He's an aerospace engineer that has worked with NASA. He's retired now. And he's going to be coming uh, and talking about, you know, convincing me otherwise that, you know, he does have uh, photographs that show that sort of thing. And then Richard Dolan has put together a talk just for our conference on media bias. So Richard understands our perspective on things because certainly his topics lately have been a little different than just UFO research, but he put together a UFO research kind of talk for us. So other than that, I mentioned Kathleen Martin and Yvonne Smith. They're both uh, in abduction researcher. They'll be speaking, but Kathleen is going to be talking about topics somewhat similar to John Alexander. And this was a surprise to her as much as it will be to everyone else. John Alexander is going to be talking about his personal experiences for the most part, including a UFO sighting. He says that's really credible. He's never talked about before that he had with some other paranormal experiences that happened. But Kathleen is going to be talking about other phenomena related to UFOs and, and just all kinds of other weird stuff that happens when people uh, see UFOs and or to people who purport to be alien abductees who believe they're they're doing that sort of thing. And then I've heard a lot of great things about Jennifer Stein's crop circle talk. She does. She's done this crop circle talk a couple of times, and every time I've heard people say, it's so great, it's so great, you got to have it at the Congress. And uh, so finally, we're going to have Jennifer Stein talking about her crop circle research. Have you seen it, Chris? I know you, you work with her quite a bit. You know, I haven't seen that particular piece, no. Um, I did work with her on It Could Happen Tomorrow, the Disclosure Dialogues uh, standalone piece, which um, I won a couple of EBs in uh, 2012, and of course, her uh, last year's uh, big winner, which has gone on to win several other um, um, uh, film festivals, by the way, uh, Taken, uh, uh, Jen and Ron, uh, who I worked with on the Disclosure Dialogues, uh, worked on this about the Travis case, and it's uh, it's it's uh, it's been doing well at other film festivals, from what I understand. Yeah, I've seen that. She's won quite a few awards for that film, right? Which is great that she's bringing awareness and. Um, She's been at all of these events uh, that that Travis has put on and everything. And she even credits Karen in the production notes, uh, my girlfriend, because uh, she was able to interview that police officer I spoke of earlier and some of the other witnesses that were brought to the last uh, event. So um, I mentioned that a lot because I'm just so proud of Karen doing that research and finding those witnesses because it was really I thought it was really cool to see these people. It was incredible. Um, Travis's brother was one of those people who came as well. And uh, just to hear from all of these people, um, it it's just makes you scratch your head. It's such a weird case. 
We're going to have to wrap it up here with Alejandro Rojas. And we have Robert Powell, Director of Research for MUFON, coming up in our next segment. Alejandro, tell our listeners if they want to get more information about what you do, where do they go? You can go to ufocongress.com for the conference and openminds.tv. You'll find the conference information and everything else. And we do have a video portal there where you can watch uh, UFO Congress lectures from the past uh, on demand there, including stuff like Bob Lazar or Jacques Vallée or some of the other really cool, even this great guy, Chris O'Brien, who does this amazing talk on cattle mutilation, uh, all there at the video portal at openminds.tv. Alejandro, thanks for joining us on the PowerCast. All right, thank you. Robert Powell is next. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite Graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that. www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. We use cell phones against our heads every day. But now, a landmark U.S. government study confirms increased health risks from exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The time to protect yourself is now. The solution is Defender Shield. Proudly made in the USA, Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation emitted from cell phones, tablets, and laptops. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. Use discount code DEFENDER for 10% off. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in EMF radiation protection. Worried about lead, fluoride, and other contaminants in your drinking water? Get a ProPure with the Pro1G 2.0 cleanable reusable filter and remove up to 200 contaminants. Drink water the way nature meant it to be. Clean, crisp, and refreshing. See the complete line of ProPure products, including the new ProMax shower filter. There's a ProPure for you. Visit your authorized ProPure dealer for details or ProPureUSA.com. That's P-R-O-P-U-R-U-S-A.com. This is David Cordani, CEO of Cigna. For more than 20 years, Cigna has worked with the March of Dimes to address premature births in the U.S. Premature births cause horrible suffering and cost billions of dollars each year. That's why Cigna is committed to raising funds and awareness through our employees, family, and friends to improve the health of moms and babies. Please join us in supporting the March for Babies. Start your team today at marchforbabies.org. 
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. This is Micah Hanks of the Gray Alien Report, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So for part two of the show, we have Robert Powell. He is director of research for MUFON, and he, if you look at the bio we have in our forums, has done an awful lot of really deep research into a number of cases, including Stephenville, Texas, of course, and others. And I want to talk to you about, Robert, first of all, is a case that came to us from this Huffington Post article written by Leslie Kane about something that happened, I guess, a couple and a half years ago in Chile. And this is kind of a controversial case because it sounded fascinating, and then we had the skeptics jumping in saying it was really explained conventionally. What happened? Well, as always, the skeptics jump in, and a lot of times the problem there is they don't always analyze it in a fashion where it's easy to follow what they do. What I like to do is actually analyze it, write up a full report, and then release it rather than try to uh, releasing bits and pieces of analysis on the fly. And that's kind of what happened in the uh, Chilean case. Leslie released that, and various people immediately, of course, wanted to uh, debunk it. I contacted her because of my interest in the case, because it's the equipment used was the same equipment that was used, or very similar equipment, to what was used in a IR case that occurred in Puerto Rico. And so that drew my interest, and there was... Uh, you know, some similarities there, and I was already familiar with the equipment, so I wanted to take a look at it. Now, can you be more specific about what kind of equipment we're talking about and the similarities, if any, in the sightings themselves? The equipment is a Westcam uh, system made by a company, Westcam, in Canada. This is called the MX-15 system, and it's basically about a quarter-million-dollar system a military grade. It's cooled with liquid nitrogen. 
Uh, it runs in what's called the mid-range IR, which is three to five microns. And it's, it's a very high quality uh, system. There was, it's, it's hard to say when you first see a video if it's exactly the same example is the video we had in Puerto Rico, but uh, there were some similarities in terms of the appearance. But most importantly, I was very interested because we actually had a military government who provided a, a high quality video. Okay, so this is a purported UFO. What do you see when you look at this video from the Chilean authorities? Well, the, the very first thing that I looked at was the information on the video match up with what we know was happening. So I talked to Leslie and received permission from the Chileans to, take, to have some of their radar data. And so the first thing I do is I correlate time and location between what the radar says and what the video camera says, because it gives you latitude, longitude of the, hel- in this case, a helicopter that has the IR system. And those matched up perfectly in terms of time and space. So uh, we knew at that point, I knew that the video uh, was accurate in the information it was displaying. Okay, so what do we see? What are we looking at? What makes so one it, think this is strange, something that might be anomalous? The, the strangest part of the object, because initially you just see an object which is it's two hot spots and it doesn't appear to be moving much. And then you see a, a hot tail being emitted by the object. And it's, it's that hot tail emission that really kind of draws your attention to this particular infrared video. Because it's like, well, you know, what exactly is this object emitting? Now, as we look into it, um, we don't know absolutely yet, but there's a. It looks at this point in time that it could be a, a commercial aircraft that this uh, IR system was locked onto, which was about forty miles away, and that this could be the uh, basically the contrail that this jet would have been. Uh, emitting as it hit certain altitudes. But I just want to say, Gene, we don't know that absolutely yet. We're still looking into it, uh, but that's just a preliminary uh, result. What was there about the video that made people think it might be something that wasn't conventional? I think the key thing that made people think it might be something non-conventional was this uh, heated material that was being when you look at the video you see this black is hot on this video so you see the object which it's black so it's indicating the object's hot and you see two circular areas near each other right so it's kind of an unusual looking shape and then later in the video you see a large black mass being emitted by the object and then it continues a little longer and the object and that black mass separate, then you see a second black mass being emitted. Uh, So those are all strange when you first look at them. As a background here, this case occurred in 2014. Can you give us a brief overview of the sighting? Uh, Sure. Uh, This sighting was made actually in a helicopter by two Chilean Navy pilots, and they initially... 
uh, recorded this. They they had their own uh, job at the time in terms of a task they were performing for the Navy. So it's not like they could, you know, leave their task and go chase this object. So they simply recorded it while they were doing some of their work. And then later, uh, because it was strange looking, they submitted it to uh, this Chilean organization, the CEFAA, uh, which is tied in to what you might call in the U.S. our FAA organization. So it's tied into their uh, National Aeronautical Board. And uh, those guys began analyze it, analyzing it. Uh, they obtained radar data from their Navy, uh, also from the commercial uh, radar system. And they also obtained uh, information from the Navy pilots uh, and what the Chileans did is they'd have various meetings and sit down and discuss what this might be or what it might not be. And, you know, they looked at it off and on over the course of about a, uh, probably a year. Yeah, Robert, it's uh, Gogs here. I've seen the video. And could you make any determination as to whether the object, whatever it was, was going away from the observer or toward the observer as it was going, I think, right to left, leaving that kind of hot trail. I couldn't work out what what, what direction it was headed. Oh, okay. I had an advantage in that I had access to the radar data. Um, but in terms of just looking at the video, uh, what you can see is that the size of the object is almost cuts in half over the course of about three or four minutes. Um, and that's an indication that the object is moving away from the camera because of its size decreasing. And one thing we did is we looked at uh, the actual angular size of the object and then I looked at the radar data and looked at the distance of this particular aircraft to the Navy helicopter at the time that the sizes of the object in the video changes. So that tells me, okay, here's the distance, here's how much uh, distance has changed, and here's an object. And then what I did is calculate, okay, about how much size in the video would I expect for a decrease if it was this commercial aircraft. And I got roughly a 50% decrease, which is what's seen on the video and what's seen on radar. Parenthetically here, what's unusual about this to me is the fact that this comes out at all because the U.S. Navy, if it had made a video of a possible UFO, you'd never see it. But it does appear here that the authorities in Chile at least are far more forthcoming about letting such data out. You know, we're going to have to tell you, first of all, that we've got a second radio show we want you to check out. It's called After the Paracast, available exclusively for those of you who subscribe to the Paracast Plus at plus.theparacast.com. And what you get is After the Paracast podcast. You get a commercial-free version of this radio show with better quality audio. And you get lots of other benefits. We've had some show transcripts. More will be coming We've added some videos. We've added content from Paul Kimball's Other Side of Truth and more. Prices start at $1.49 a week cheap. Plus dot, the Paracast.com. Robert Powell, 
Gene Steinberg, Christopher O'Brien, Gogs Mackay. You're in the podcast. <laughs> for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive PowerCast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items and entails t-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the PowerCast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of t-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a PowerCast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.thepowercast.com, store.thepowercast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great t-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the PowerCast. If you go to store.thepowercast.com, stop by and take a shopping tour. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. You've been hearing Dr. Wallach talking about 90 essential nutrients, keeping the body healthy. GCNteam.com now has Beyond Tangy Tangerine tablets, 60 plant-derived minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, packed in a powerful tablet. But that's not it. 160,000 auric points, a knockout punch to free radicals. Call 877-878-4203 or go to GCNteam.com. That's 877-878-4203. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So we're talking to Robert Powell about this Chilean Navy sighting, a video. And I have a question. Sure. Because you did have uh, proximity data between the helicopter and the object, what was the size of the object determined to be? Uh, the the calculated size of the object that I came up with is really based on the distance. So, so when I answer your question, it, it depends on how far away the object is. So if the object is the commercial aircraft, an Iberia flight, that we see on radar, then the object, uh, based on the video, would be at 200 feet in size, which matches up with the approximate size of a commercial airliner. Now, it's very interesting here is the skeptics jumped on this immediately as soon as the Huffington Post story came out from Leslie. What was going on there? What were they claiming? Well, of course, anytime you, you get a, an exciting, interesting UFO report, the skeptics 
You know, I don't even use the word skeptics, Gene, because skept- I'm a skeptic. I'm, you're always skeptical uh, when you first look at something, but I think of them more as debunkers because they have a, a specific a thought in mind before they look at something. In other words, they've already decided what this must be, and so then they, they go about uh, trying to establish that. So um, if you look at some of their various sites, it's it's done on blogs or social media, and it's very difficult to follow the reasoning and how they're doing their analysis because it jumps around in chronological order. There, it's, it's not like a science report where you start at the beginning and you go through, you know, what something is or is not and then run through everything clearly so anyone can follow what's being done. And most of these debunker uh, cases, it's kind of a hodgepodge uh, the way they approach something. In this particular case, for example, there was one uh, person on a blog and it started off saying, oh, I think it's this airplane. Now, after looking at this, now I've decided it's this airplane. I think maybe it's both airplanes. And no, now I'm going back to saying it's this airplane. So it's very difficult to follow. Was there anything unusual about the fact that if I remember correctly, because I'm not sure if I've seen the whole video, but maybe highlights, I seem to remember that the object apparently uh, created this hot trail, then the trail stopped, the object carried on moving, and then the trail continued. But I couldn't really tell as to whether the plane had decreased much in altitude between the two positions, and I, I was unsure as to whether the uh, the the Chileans were uh, moving themselves when filming. W- would that be behaviour consistent with the exhaust of a normal jet that it may go through, you know, different pressure areas or whatever, and you know sometimes it, it emit a lot of hot exhaust. And then not because it makes me think of like, yeah, uh, you know, an F-15 pilot could put on the afterburners and that's going to have a big difference to the heat out the back. But I'm not too sure as to why there would be such a radical difference of black trail, very hot, nothing for a while, black trail again. Is that consistent with normal aircraft? Well, that's a good question, Cogs. I mean, when I've seen uh, contrails, right, I'm normally I'm looking at it in the visible and, you know, sometimes you can see an aircraft where you get a contrail uh, that's clear. The contrail disappears for a while, and then the contrail picks back up again. I've seen that. Uh, the question here, which is kind of what you have alluded to, is what would it look like in the IR? And why would it be generating heat? I have not seen what a plane's contrail looks like in the IR. And so far, I have not found a good example where someone has photographed a plane with a contrail at high altitude in the IR. There's got to be one somewhere. But that's one of the things that I'm looking for in doing this analysis because we can theorize, right, that when the contrail comes out, uh, that you have ice formation, which is what allows you to see it, and is the water freezes. When water freezes, it generates a little bit of heat around it. Um, Now, whether or not that would generate the type of darkness that we see in the video, at this point in time, you know, we're just speculating. So that's something that needs to be done before we 
conclusively say that you know this object is a commercial jet. Yeah, because you would you would think that the uh, the pilot and the, um, the the flare operator, if they're using this equipment regularly, they must you know film normal aircraft and helicopters and what anything that's got in the air that's got an exhaust. They must be filming these, um, you know, quite numerous times and maybe at different altitudes and distances and stuff. And I wonder if maybe that was part of why it interested them, because I'm sure it occurred to them they may just be looking at a kind of at a rear angle at a plane going away from them that... I don't know, is maybe accelerating at one point or whatever, and that's why the exhaust is hotter and then stops, whatever. But maybe there was something in it that ticked them off that this isn't quite normal, because it doesn't seem to be a a gradation of temperature. It seems to be kind of just in terms of visually constant temperature stops for a while and then kind of comes back at that temperature. And I'm no expert at all, but I would have thought with normal aircraft, you know, it's not like you cut the engines at all. You're going to have to keep pushing no matter what. You may reduce the throttle, um, but you would still think it's going to be pumping out noticeable heat. Right. Your thought there, Gogs, is exactly the same as mine as I analyze this. You know, why would these Navy pilots who have to be seen with their IR system jets with contrails all the time, right? Why did they not suspect that was the case? And I always give them the benefit of the doubt, right? I have to assume because it's logical to think these guys should know what they're looking at, right? That I'm not willing to say, okay, this was absolutely a commercial jet until I complete the analysis. Well, debunkers, right? Their goal is just to prove that, you know, this is something not a, you know, not an unidentified object. So they don't even take into account or even discuss, well, don't these Navy pilots see this all the time? I mean, I, I think you have to give witnesses a certain amount of credence before you just automatically assume, you know, that they're incorrect. So in short, it's basically saying it is unreal, it is conventional, now prove me wrong. Right, yeah, that's, that's kind of the way they look at it when they analyze it rather than just saying, okay, let me go through a step-by-step procedure and analyze what's happened and look at all aspects of it. In that extent, the skeptics have learned nothing from that approach taken by Dr. Donald Menzel in the 50s. You know, he was doing the same thing. He was saying, well, it's a mirage, it's this, and maybe he'll look at the facts. Oh, exactly. Menzel was uh, one of the worst. I once saw him on a TV show, by the way, called Open Mind. No relation to Open Minds, the current site. And he came on there with John G. Fuller. And I think they were talking about incident at Exeter. And it was clear that Menzel knew nothing about the case. You can probably download the video or the audio. And Fuller would be discussing specific parts of the case. And Menzel would be talking in generalities, knowing nothing about it. And at one point, he just looked totally confused, totally befuddled, 
like he barely knew he was there. And I guess at the time, my friends and I joked that he had kind of an Alzheimer's moment because he was quite an old guy as a result. But that's a story we don't have to cover right now. We have Robert Powell. We have Gogs Mackay as our guest panelists with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that. www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. What would your life be like if you woke up each morning with new vitality, feeling better than you have in years, and you noticed a difference in your sleeping patterns, blood sugar levels, and had a sense of well-being overall? There's something that is changing thousands of people's lives, and you could be one of them. It's called Heart and Body Extract. Sharon Harris, co-creator of Heart and Body Extract, talks about the positive effects of Heart and Body Extract. What happens with the formula Heart and Body Extract is it's giving the body the necessary vitamins, minerals, amino acids, enzymes, and phytonutrients so so the body will heal itself. And yes, the body does have the ability to balance blood pressure, balance cholesterol, clean and unclog the arteries. It can also work on uh, balancing the circulation for diabetics. So the body is an amazing thing. It simply needs some help so it has the tools to heal itself. Heart and body extract gets results. To order your two-month supply, call now, toll-free at 866-295-5305. Order online at hbextract.com. In these uncertain times, it makes sense to have a sustainable backup method to cook food and boil water. If your current plan includes using a fuel-burning stove or cooking over an open fire, then there's a much better way. The Miniman Rocket Stove is a biomass-burning cooking stove that only requires small quantities of sticks and twigs for fuel. The Miniman Stove is easy to use, smokeless, portable, powerful, and sustainable. For the finest in survival cooking stoves and fire starters made right here in the USA, go to MinutemanStove.com. That's MinutemanStove.com. Hi there, I'm Bob Eubanks. You know, as part of Hollywood for a long time, I've seen my fair share of celebrities get in trouble with the IRS. Well, there's one name I trust, the Tax Defense Group. They're the most trusted name in tax. So if you owe more than $10,000 to the IRS, you really need to call my friends at the Tax Defense Group. Ignoring the IRS is not the solution. They can garnish your paycheck, levy your bank accounts, seize your home or business. But the Tax Defense Group could put a stop to all of that and tailor a program that would reduce your tax debt to pennies on the dollar. you got to love that. So don't just take my word for it. Call them. Find out for yourself. They offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. And they're open 24 hours a day because they know that tax debt doesn't sleep either. Call now for your free and confidential tax analysis from the most trusted name in tax. Call 800-361-6907. 800-361-6907. 
bad theater seats, cheap Halloween masks, my apartment, all things with obstructed views. Add to these large trucks and buses. 18-wheelers and large buses have big blind spots, and like my apartment, they don't always have the best view. Bus and truck drivers deal with blind spots around the entire vehicle. Always take care not to ride alongside or too close behind them. Our roads, our responsibility. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. So we continue with Robert Powell. Now, when you compare the Chilean Navy video, you're talking about a video using the same kind of equipment in Puerto Rico. Was it 2013, right? Yes, correct. Can you tell us about that case? Uh, yes, I can. And I'd like to start off, Gene, by saying something you mentioned a little bit earlier during this broadcast. The Chileans were open to providing their information so that we have it. That's totally opposite of what happens in the United States. Right. For example, in the case of the Puerto Rican uh, video, uh, we obtained the video from an anonymous source who was part of Homeland Security, but did not want his name released because he didn't want it to affect his job. We asked for radar data, and we actually were able to get it from an FAA site, but we can't get radar data from a military site. So that's not available. You can't get the military to really comment on the video one way or another. So that's different from the Chileans. Um, the whole process, I, it makes you wonder sometimes just how free our society really is because we don't get that type of cooperation um, with the government on any type of UFO incident. Of course, officially, the government does not investigate UFOs anymore. Correct. They, they don't investigate it, but by the Freedom of Information Act, uh, they are required to provide us information, uh, which is for the benefit of the public, you know, when we uh, request it. But it's very difficult to get them to provide, for example, uh, a gun camera view of an object that you're trying to get. And it's not that that's a national security issue, right? I mean, I'm just, we're not asking them to provide gun camera view of a Soviet MiG as they fly near one. We're just asking for gun camera view of things that occur within the continental United States most of the time. And it's next to impossible to get any of that. With the Puerto Rican case, is it known who was taking the footage, uh, what kind of uh, aircraft or station, and, and what what they may have originally been tasked with? Because just, just being a viewer, seeing that footage, it struck me that it's, it's quite a prolonged kind of um, shot, and it, it's so obvious that the operator is... You know, this has caught his attention and he's he's homed in on it because he, he goes through several pans and zooms and, um, you know, follows this thing for quite a while uh, as if it completely took his attention away from 
what he might have been doing prior. Uh, he, he could have just been free time, you know, time in this, you know, looking at this. But again, it kind of looks as if whoever was filming this originally, they thought, this is strange, I'm going to pursue this. Because, again, you would think they would be familiar with the heat signature, maybe of birds, balloons, what small aircraft, whatever. And uh, this this is the one in which the uh, the object appears to go into the water and come out again. Is that correct? Yes, it's the the most amazing part about it is how it goes into the water with very little movement in the water. We can detect very slight, but almost none, and then it comes out of the water still at considerably high speed. Uh, by high speed, I'm talking about fifty to sixty miles an hour as it moves out of the water. And the most amazing thing in the video is where the object splits in half. And we mm-hmm. we went and analyzed that in very deep uh, detail. Uh, so that's probably the most spectacular part of that video. Have you finished your analysis on the Puerto Rican case? And what did you conclude? Just like it was an unknown? or? Well, we're still analyzing the Puerto Rico case because every once in a while we get new information. We had a... Uh, a technician who works on this exact IR system contact us and ask us about the video because he shot, he took this video and he and the technicians that he works with, they actually calibrate and repair these exact systems for Homeland Security. And all these guys looked at it and they said they had no idea what this object was. Uh, we spent a year and a half uh, analyzing that video before we finally released it. And the very first thing we did, because, right, this was an anonymous source. I mean, we know the, the, the name of the source. But the very first thing we did was, okay, let's verify this video is real. Because today, you know, there's so much you can do with uh, computer graphics and everything. It, I mean, it seemed real, but we wanted to double check. So once we got the radar data, we did the same thing that I did on this Chilean uh, video. We ver- we actually picked up the Homeland Security flight on the radar. So we knew that pilot was there, just like they said they were. And we verified its location, which matched up with what you see on the video. Because the video tells you the location of the Homeland Security aircraft as it's flying around Puerto Rico. Were there any ground witnesses, eyewitnesses? No, there were no other than the only witnesses were the uh, pilots and the men on the uh, aircraft. And then, according to them, the control tower uh, was also a witness because they saw the red light that the object was initially emitting when it was coming in towards Puerto Rico. The other thing we know that kind of verifies what this pilot uh told us was that the control tower stopped any flights coming in and out because they had an object approaching the island and it did not have a transponder, which means that, you know, and it's not signaling to the tower. So to be, you know, that I think that's pretty standard operation. Then they, they shut down planes leaving and landing. Now, this airport doesn't have a lot of aircraft, but we were able to determine that there was a FedEx plane whose flight out was delayed during this same time frame. So that kind of matches in with what this pilot uh, is telling us. 
We also, and this kind of goes back to trying to get information from the government, right? We contacted the FAA and we asked for the control tower logs. Well, they replied back, oh, we don't have control of those. We, we uh, hired that out to a private company, uh, which is called Robinson Aviation, and it's headquartered in, in Memphis, Tennessee. And of course, when you try to contact them, they don't respond and they don't have to because not being a government organization, they are not required to answer FOIA requests. So that's another way that our government organizations get around having to answer a FOIA simply by hiring a a private company to handle their information. I'm going to ask you, Robert, to respond in the next segment here, whether it's possible that if there's a UFO secret, it has been sent out to private industry so the governments can use plausible deniability, saying we don't investigate UFOs, we have no information to offer because they pushed it off somewhere else. We've got more to come with Robert Powell and Gene, Chris, and Goggs. You're in The Podcast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. This is Dan Pillard. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Why be held hostage by your wireless carrier for two years? What if there were no contracts, no activation fees, no tracking, tracing, or draconian gimmicks? All on America's largest 4G LTE networks. Introducing PixWireless.com. Activate your Sprint, AT&T, and unlock GSM phones instantly. Bring your own device and make the switch today. Here's how. Call or click 1-800-205-9513 or PixWireless.com. Spelled P-I-X. PixWireless.com. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich? Working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? Do you hate spending hundreds of dollars every week on daycare? Having someone else raise your children? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. At Be The Boss Network, you'll find hundreds of work-from-home opportunities that you can literally start today and be earning money as soon as next week. Go to freedom106.com and start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss. Get out of the rat race. Work from home. Go to freedom106.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom, the number 106.com. Go to freedom106.com and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to freedom106.com. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you. People seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. 
you can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com. And if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more. And this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com. ParanormalDate.com. And use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. The following statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Something shocking just happened in a Coast Guard unit in San Diego. The old guys in the unit have turned the tables and are now destroying the young bucks in head-to-head fitness tests. How is this even possible? Turns out the old guys in this unit have been part of a special test group for a doctor-formulated Fountain of Youth drink called Patriot Power Greens. Patriot Power Greens has been so effective for many of the older soldiers that it's made their achy joints, stiff muscles, and lack of energy a thing of the past. Previously, this drink was only available to elite military units. But for a limited time, the creator of Patriot Power Greens has set aside a small number of free samples specifically for our conservative friends. All they ask is that you chip in a few bucks to cover shipping. To claim your free samples of Patriot Power Greens, go to Greens75.com. That's Greens75.com. Greens75.com. Hi, this is Joshua P. Warren, author of The Poor Man's Paranormal, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So, Robert Powell, we have two more seconds to spend with you on this week's episode of the Paracast. My question there about funneling critical UFO information, stuff that may have some significance off to private industry somewhere so the government is out of the business yeah that's that's a good question gene my experience with the government is most of the time the most common response i get them from them is we have no information responsive to your request which basically, when you think about that, what does that mean? We have no information responsive to your request. So they're basically just saying, we don't want to tell you anything. And the word responsive to your request is so ambiguous. Exactly. You know, when you see that same statement come from multiple government agencies, it becomes very clear that an attorney that works for them drew that up and someone has given multiple agencies that line to use in the Freedom of Information Act reply, um, because that's not just coincidence. Your question, I, um, I suspect that there probably are some, you know, large military industrial type complex areas where industry may investigate uh, UFOs instead of the government. And I mean, historically, that has happened with Battelle and, and Lincoln Labs. So how do you actually uncover a secret then? The ones I've seen uncovered on Freedom of Information Act requests usually occur because someone just makes a mistake and accidentally releases a document. That's one way it happens. The second way that sometimes it will occur is if someone pushes um, the government on a particular request. And to do that, 
your first act is to basically uh, appeal to the head organization. And of course, they, they will deny your request just like the initial request. So then your last option is to take it to federal court and sue for the information. And that's an expensive procedure unless you get you know, an attorney who will do it pro bono. Uh, but there has been some success on occasion using that route. Is that what just happened with the release of the um, all those CIA files that someone took it to court to force them to release them? Yes, that's correct, Gogs. Uh, that has just happened. I don't recall the name of the organization that did it. And actually, uh, that's on my list of things to do is to uh, see what new CIA documents have been released because of that. Yeah, and the, the going back to the Puerto Rico case uh, quickly, can you remember what what was the let's say what was the best that the debunkers could come up with for their explanations? I'm sure I heard birds and Chinese lanterns, which both of them kind of don't really fly in terms of as you were saying, especially going in the water because any animal that we know that can go from the sky into the water, they're usually going to stop their forward speed, maybe dive down or whatever. But bottom line is when they come back up to the surface, they're having to start from scratch again, not kind of exit the water at 50 miles an hour or, or whatever you said it was. So the, the explanations that I heard from debunkers didn't fit with me. What do you think about that? No, I, I agree. And one thing we've, we've asked debunkers, if, if, if you have an argument as to, as to, that explains what this is, write up a report and, you know, and publish it. We've asked that for a year and a half now because that's what we did. We wrote a report, published it. That has yet to been done by the debunkers. What one of their favorite arguments was, right, because you see this object go into the water is, well, it didn't really go into the water. It went into the clouds and it just disappeared. So, of course, the response that we had is, really? So why does the camera allow the object to disappear, but the waves in the ocean have not disappeared? Right. I mean, my camera can't make one object disappear while the other objects stay visible. So once we, you know, we replied with that. So they always come back with, OK, well, let's see, what can we say then? So they come back and they say, oh, well, maybe the camera is at the limits of its capability. And so that's what's happening. So, of course, the response is well, really. So you've got a camera at the limits of its capability and the object disappears, but the waves are still there. I mean, what camera does that? You know, it, it would be like taking my regular Canon camera and taking a picture of an object and this bird disappears and the trees are still there. And someone says, oh, well, that was your camera losing focus on the birds, but the trees are still there. I mean, it's it's just crazy. Some of the stuff they'll come up with. It would be interesting and refreshing just to hear them once debunkers. You know, I agree with the the the, the difference in definition with skeptics and debunkers. But it'd be interesting if they just just for once said we can't explain it, and they could leave it at that. And that's not admitting it's high strange UFO whatever. But if they could just admit maybe that they cannot either, you know, explain it. But they never do. They just trot off one answer after another. Absolutely. And and that's my point, too. I'm I'm on the same page with you on that, Cobbs. 
um, if they're truly a skeptic and not a debunker and they're just trying to understand something, then that's where they would have to leave it is, well, we, we don't have an explanation. And it's interesting, too, that, you know, even though of your position in MUFON, a well-known or- organization, you're not starting the investigation of these cases saying this is definitely a flying saucer and I'm going to prove it. You're looking at it, trying to not uh, cross off theories of what it could be. Can you correlate this with that, whatever? And, you know, at the end of it, you may say, yeah, we can't explain this kind of great. It's really quite sad, really, because a lot of the debunkers are have scientific credentials, but they are totally going into it with the thing, we are going to explain this away without, you know, it's that classic line, it's, it should be uh, explaining, you know, investigating the unexplained, not explaining the uninvestigated. I think that's one of Stanton Friedman's. Friedman's. Yeah, Stanton, Stanton has some good phrases that kind of encapsulates some of those concepts. Uh, and But, you know, actually, to one thing you noted, most debunkers I've run into don't have scientific backgrounds. It's, um, you know, it's here, here's what I always say ab- about a true debunker. And I've asked some of them this. It's like, okay, my, just myself personally, right? I, I have no desire to understand Bigfoot. I don't believe in Bigfoot. And you could probably never convince me, right? But I don't spend my life on Bigfoot websites and Bigfoot blobs arguing with people trying to convince them that Bigfoot doesn't exist. I mean, why would I do that? You know, just from a psychological viewpoint, why would you do that? Unless life is very sad, if that's what you have to do. to Some uh, sort of messianic uh, sort of martyrdom uh, process. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) They need to get a life, folks. That's right. I mean, do something you enjoy rather than try to spend all your time on something that you hate. Well, I guess they do enjoy this, you know. If if you want to look at the psychology of a debunker, they have to enjoy it to spend all that time doing it. And maybe this is giving them some kind of status, or they may feel that they are accomplishing something in the public good. It's a religious, there's religious fervor involved. Well, yeah, it, it plays on both ends of it. Listen, guys, we right. have only about a segment left, so I want to move this along, and maybe we have a very quick couple of questions for our next segment. But one question I want to leave on the table with our final segment with you, Robert, is since we're hopefully on the Paracast getting away from the older cases such as Roswell, if we want to consider one or two or three big cases from the modern UFO era, I'd say the last five or ten years, what would you come up with if you were asked about it? Compelling, the most compelling cases, Robert. More to come with Gene, Chris, Goggs, and Robert. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items. And entails t-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of t-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. 
all this stuff, you go to store.thepowercast.com, store.thepowercast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the PowerCast. You go to store.thepowercast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Why be held hostage by your wireless carrier for two years? What if there were no contracts, no activation fees, no tracking, tracing, or draconian gimmicks? All on America's largest 4G LTE networks. Introducing PixWireless.com. Activate your Sprint, AT&T, and unlock GSM phones instantly. Bring your own device and make the switch today. Here's how. Call or click 1-800-205-9513 or PixWireless.com. Spelled P-I-X. PixWireless.com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. The following is an incredible, life-changing, free offer for anyone with hearing problems who wants to start hearing more clearly again. We're now offering free in-home trials of a revolutionary hearing breakthrough called Listen Clear to anyone who calls this special toll-free number now, 1-800-719-4926. Call now and you'll also qualify for free shipping. Listen Clear is precisely designed by top audio engineers. It adjusts to let you find the perfect way to hear things crisply and clearly, wherever you are and whatever you're doing. And Listen Clear is so small and discreet, people usually don't even notice you're wearing it. And it's so lightweight, you may even forget you're wearing it too. Don't miss this special life-changing opportunity to hear things more clearly again for free with a 100% free in-home trial and free shipping. If you like it, you could even get free batteries for life. For free information, call now. 1-800-719-4926. That's 1-800-719-4926. 1-800-719-4926. Why be held hostage by your wireless carrier for two years? What if there were no contracts, no activation fees, no tracking, tracing, or draconian gimmicks? All on America's largest 4G LTE networks. Introducing PixWireless.com. Activate your Sprint, AT&T, and unlock GSM phones instantly. Bring your own device and make the switch today. Here's how. Call or click 1-800-205-9513 or PixWireless.com. Spelled P-I-X. PixWireless.com. Hi, it's Grant Cameron from PresidentialUFO.com. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So in our final segment with Robert Powell of MUFON, 
If you're asked two or three key cases, the most compelling evidence of recent years, forgetting about all the stuff from the 70s and 60s and 50s and 40s, what would you suggest? The ones I would mention, Gene, one would be Stephenville. And another one is one that we just finished investigating and actually still are that occurred in Ontario, Canada in the fall of 2013. And it's basically a case where you have three hunters who are out in the middle of nowhere. They see a barbell-shaped object, and they estimate its height at 400 feet, and it's about 400 feet away from them. And their camera stops working. Their video camera uh, only partially works. What's unique about this case is the main witness of these three hunters is actually a research scientist who owns his own company and has contracts with the Department of Defense. So this guy spent three to four minutes observing this object actually through the scopes of the rifle. They were out hunting black bear. He's just looking at it through his uh, rifle scope for about three minutes, taking notes. And he's become enamored on trying to figure out what this object is. And I flew up to meet the guy to see his R&D lab uh, because I wanted to make sure this guy was for real, right? You know, this wasn't some joker just making things up. And I verified, you know, that he works with the government. I verified his company. I verified the patents he has. And this guy has plenty of money. So it's not like he needs money. That is an interesting case. This guy was a company. Do you know if he had an opinion one way or the other about the subject of UFOs before this and that maybe his opinion was a changed or his mind was opened up a little to possibilities? I, I asked him that question, Cogs, and he, he said that he'd always thought that it's likely that there's life out in the rest of the universe, but he said he had never really thought too much about the UFO topic per se until he had this event occur. And now yeah, he can't stop thinking about it. Something like that will definitely, uh, it'll, it'll really make you pause and reassess uh, very quickly. Before we go, I wanted to ask you about your involvement with Leslie Keene and Mark Rodiger's uh, UFO data project. Uh, we had both of them on the show about a year ago and offered to try to help them out. And they never really followed up on their um, professed interest in, in my San Luis Valley camera project. Where is that project right now? I see that you're affiliated with it. Uh, have they made any progress? Uh, where are they at in their process? No, I, I, I don't think uh, we've made good progress in the last year. I, I think the driving factor on it is two things. One, we need a software package. Uh, that basically will work with the cameras and that can be uh, tied in through the Internet and that can recognize objects in the sky that are moving, not moving. I know that sounds simple, but when you start talking about cloud that moves, a leaf that falls, an insect well, that goes by. Uh, yeah, we've been working on that particular uh, aspect of tweaking uh, uh, Real Shot Manager which is a, um, a surveillance uh, record on, detect motion, record on, you know, record on motion. And the, We've got the, thing, the software, which you're, it's open source. Uh, if you're willing to use it, we can <laughs> give it to you. So, I mean, there are ways to work around all that. And this is what I was explaining to them, and I'm surprised they never followed up and, and uh, really uh, spoke to me. As, as you probably know uh, through Jan, that we've, uh, we've been working kind of loosely with you guys out there in, in Orange County and stuff. Um, you know, we really have made a lot of progress, and, and we, we do have an operational uh, detect on motion uh, software package now. 
Yeah, I think the second thing I was going to say, Chris, is probably the is is the other thing is I, I think we really need a project manager. For example, I don't have time myself to to manage the project, but I think it uh, because there's so many different people that are part of it, and that's what I think it it requires. I think it's similar to UFO Tog, which uh, you know right. Turnbull and and Mark D'Antonio are doing. Right. Um, I think we need a project manager that just pull all those things together. One thing you'll probably get a kick out of this: the guy that I just told you about on the uh, the dumbbell right. uh, UFO up in Canada. Yeah, he he brought up that issue to me about a month ago. He said, "You know, why don't we have a system?" And th- th- then I told him, "You know, I said, well, you were working on it, and uh, you know, there's UFO talk, and UFO data." It's, it's the age-old question. It's it's like uh, trying to hunt a needle in a stack of needles. You, you really got, you have to know where to set these systems up, and they have to be they have to be uh, you have to have portable versions, and then you have to have uh, uh, static versions uh, in areas that you know have a higher percentage or chance of of having repeatable events um, like events in in a single single uh, you know geologic area, if you will, or, or geographic area. And then they use the UFOTOG approach, which is more of a, a, a quick uh, dispatch team, you know, kind of like a, a monitoring team that's sent to, a, to an ongoing flap of activity uh, that's maybe erupting somewhere in the Midwest or wherever. So there, there are a couple of approaches. And then, of course, having a UFO cube sat, whatever, somehow monitoring um, particular hotspot areas that we, uh, we have a better chance of, of recording activity. Right, yeah, I think all those are, are, especially if you could do all of them together. Yeah, it's it's money, it's budget, you know. Something like this, we're talking, you know, just for our our particular, uh, we're going to be doing a hundred thousand uh, dollar GoFundMe campaign um, as soon as we we get up the base station cameras up and and has um, produced some footage. So we have the we have the uh, the net live feed on. Um, when we get to that point, uh, we're then going to uh, do a, a GoFundMe effort and and do a, a real serious attempt at, at raising the kind of funds that it would take to uh, to get a full three-camera package uh, with uh, accompanying three-camera uh, f- uh, forward-looking infrared. Well, I, I definitely hope you're successful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We've been working on it 10 years. Uh, it's it's a lot more difficult than, than people think. And, and the optical stuff is not the only data we're going after. We're going after magnetic, gravitational. Uh, we want to, you know, split up uh, light spectra into, you know, light into spectra, you know, with blaze gratings and, and things of that sort. Um, extremely low frequency recordings would be acoustic, you know, uh, prints, that sort of thing would be great. So even having a, uh, a dedicated uh, aimed pulse kind of uh, slit uh, radar, active radar. You know, there's other things that we, we'd like to do along with the optical stuff. The optical stuff is just the, is, is for the, the great unwashed masses. The other uh, pieces of gear are for scientists. Right. Yeah. And, you know, you'd think the government would be doing something like that. Of course, they probably are. You well, they are down in White Sands at Oscura Peak. At least they have done it uh, down there. We've got to go right now because we're out of time. That was such a quick session with Robert Powell, and I hope we'll have him on for a full PowerCast episode in the near future. In the meantime, would you tell our listeners if they want to know more about what you and MUFON are doing, where do they go? Uh, they would just go to MUFON.com. 
They have, by the way, digital memberships now in addition to the print version of the magazine. So if you don't want print stuff, and I don't know why we don't like print anymore, you have your options. You can also check out the stuff we have to offer. We are on Twitter. I know it's a big thing now. You know, when you say something on Twitter and everybody knows it, we have a Twitter presence. You look for the PowerCast, and so far we don't send grand pronouncements. We mostly tell you about the shows. We also have a Facebook presence, and we have two official PowerCast fan clubs on Facebook. One's a community, one's a group, so check out one or both. We also have that second radio show called After the PowerCast, and to find out more about it, you have to be a member of the Paracast Plus, or at least check the information at plus.theparacast.com. That's P-L-U-S.theparacast.com. It starts at $1.49 a week. We offer subscriptions up to the rest of your life and my life. And remember, the Paracast has been here nearly 11 years already, and we're just raring to go. Go to plus, P-L-U-S dot theparacast.com. Real good news, by the way, Chris O'Brien's site, OurStrangePlanet.com. OurStrangePlanet.com. He started posting new updates after about a year or a year and a half. So he's used his recovery period to make that site better than ever. So check it out. Thanks, Chris. Robert Powell, thank you for joining us on the Paracast. Thanks, guys. The Paracast, featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in... The Paracast.